G'day, mates. Well, there's, I mean, there's plenty of announcements happening. There are announcements dropping left, right, and center. Alster's on top of the world. He's beaten Sorare. He's had, you should go out and buy a lottery ticket because you're now officially the luckiest man in the world. Um, I mean, my game week was sort of topsy and turvy. I, I fell just short, but it, you know, you know who almost got me there, Alster? The world's best tier five, Mario Hermoso. Well, I thought he was the world's best tier five. I think you now have that title. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I actually had a th- before I got because I so the game week started pretty depressingly. Um, my new purchase, Julian Desart, um, you know, as we said in our Ten Commandments last week, thou shalt never buy a player in form because you'll immediately ruin it. You're just ruining it. You're ru- look at my lips. You're ruining it. Ruining. Uh, he gave away a penalty and rolled out like a thirty. So I thought my super rare lineup was dead. Um, Neck minute, 100 from my keeper, almost 100 from Kieran Trippier. Uh, pulled me into the into the rewards just. I just snuck in with a tier 5 super rare. Um, and it, I, I will admit, it did cross my mind. I was like, maybe they'll have another week where they completely screw it up and they give everyone, like, brilliant cards for tier 5s. <laughs> uh, they didn't give everyone brilliant cards for tier 5s, but they did give me a pretty amazing tier 5 reward. I uh, I picked up a um, what's his name? Let's find him. What was his name? Come on, Greg. I can't remember. Picked up a um, a keeper from the J League. He's like twenty five years old. He has recently taken over as the starter, so he's had like about a month in goals. He's performed pretty well. A couple of clean sheets. Um, hasn't let in too many goals. So you know the the position is probably his, but that doesn't really matter. He's a starting goalkeeper which I won as a Tier 5 Super Rare, which is pretty bonkers. Bonkers. So I kind of, my strategy with the Super Rares, you know, as you may know, is if, obviously, if they fit my gallery, great, I'll keep them. Otherwise, put them up for sale at, like, a pretty decent price. Don't try and, like, extort the market for ridiculous Super Rare prices. Just be like, you know, what what would I, what's a good price for this card? Here you go. So... He came in, he's already out the door, 0.55 ETH, I think I got, 0.53 ETH I got for him, which for a tier five reward is pretty incredible. Everyone around me, you know, got some shooters, but yeah, I'm very happy. It was an absolute result. (laughs) And I mean, look, the the validation that you must be feeling right now, I mean, you followed the commandments beautifully. I mean, you didn't get your hopes up and you didn't try and (laughs) overplay your hand on the, you know, on the market, you just sold him for a, for a reasonable price. I'm proud of you, mate, and you're reaping the rewards. <laughs> I'm a special boy. <laughs> I mean, the the commandments episode last week, which everyone should go back and listen to if they haven't already. But the "don't get your hopes up" is such a big one, and I mean, immediately as we posted that episode, my uh, FC Twenty boys went out and absolutely smashed, and they set me up for what looked like I. I looked like I was going to absolutely roll through it with All-Star Rare Pro. I had both of my Super Rares to come. Sho Sasaki, who never lets you down. Kieran Trippier, you know, one of the best uh, left-backs on the platform. Uh, I couldn't lose. Um, I could lose. <laughs> I got my hopes up. Not only did my Super Rares do terribly, they then removed a decisive from one of my uh, from one of my midfielders and I ended up getting nothing. Oh, well, we tried. So... You know, the Ten Commandments really uh, were proven to be true last week. And I mean, the Tenth Commandment 
thou shalt always go fuck. Thou really. shalt always go fuck. Yeah. Singing true. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's... it also like, it's the fact that this super rare move, I mean, you've got a tier five and you, you sold it for 0.5, which is bonkers. Bonkers. Considering if you're in rare or any other division like that, mate, a tier five, I mean, you're looking at $15, yeah. you know. Sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, uh, and look, 0.5 is probably, I think the guy's already relisted it for like 0.75. I don't care. Like, I, I especially because, yes, he's a starting goalkeeper, but the J League is, you know, it's, they're pretty, they've always got a pretty tenuous hold on the starting position. They can change it any week. So I was like, let's just get him sold. Um, so yeah, got him out the door. Uh, and I think, yeah, I, I mean, I was looking back through my numbers, obviously, uh, a big risk, I think, to get rid of some of those premium rares that I had and move into super rare. But I was looking back through my numbers. I moved over to super rare on the 1st of April. So just to, just coming up on two months now. I've hit four thresholds. So that's worth about 0.44 ETH, I think, in total. Uh, and I've hit two super rare rewards, um, which I've sold for a combination of combined price of about 1.2 ETH. So Wouldn't it be nice? I've yielded about... 2.8 ETH so far, you know, since the start of April, which is pretty good considering I don't feel like I've done well. <laughs> like, I haven't really... I've, I've pulled the Tier 5. I had one good week where I finished Top 10. But other than that, I haven't won any rewards other than that ETH. Um, but I think, yeah, vindication is the word. Like, this is the reason that I moved to Super Rare. It's like, you don't have to absolutely smash it to do really well. Yeah, win less but win better. You know, I think yeah, probably it's probably not as fun for you. Um, like you said, no. there's nothing, you know, that's gonna get you super up and about about winning threshold. But on the weeks where things don't work out, things don't go to plan, at least you've got the nice, warm, safe blanket of you know, point two ETH coming into your balance. Where I'm looking at a big fat zero because you know Claudio Bravo's, you know, kicking the ball backwards again, and it's just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Claudio really, uh, we got our hopes up. I mean, I mean, you should never get your hopes up, but we got our hopes up last week. He rolled out a classic Claudio Bravo performance, 80 with nothing but AA. He's back, baby. No, he's not. Uh, <laughs> I think he scored like seven points or something this week. <laughs> you suck. Yeah. Oh, dear. This is, this is a really random note and something we hadn't discussed, but... I must say, I had a little chuckle during the week. I love the MLS. I love how American the MLS is. Okay. The Portland Timbers rolled out a new announcement, and I saw it. They've got their Timber Joey or whatever his name is, the guy that, with the chainsaw, and he's mm. lining up in goals, and some guy in like a hunting outfit's taking the penalty. And I'm like, what? What could this possibly be? And then Timber Joey rips open his jacket to reveal the new sponsor of the Portland Timbers, which is <laughs> Old Trapper Beef Jerky. <laughs> right in the middle of the jersey. <laughs> Old Trapper Beef Jerky. Is that not the most, like, Portland thing ever? I have such a good memory since I drank my thermometer. <laughs> I mean, it's on brand. It's for sure. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was funny. I love it. It's a spectacle, yeah. The MLS. I mean, we've got to get over there at some point and check out some games because... 
you know, it's 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 American. It's American times football. It's perfect, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who needs tradition when you've got Timber yeah. Joey? <laughs> yeah, you got you know the lights greening out, and you know it. Yeah, it looks fun. Um, I love it. You got Matthew McConaughey on the bongos. It's it's all good. That's not to love. <laughs> <laughs> um, now look, I'm I'm glad that you had a good week, mate. I know. It, look, anyone who's been tuning in week in, week out to these episodes, it's quite the roller coaster. We're, we're very emotional boys, you know. One week it's I'm on top of the world. The next is I'm never going to win again. I have no mm. feeling. I'm going to cut away all loved ones. Um, for you, mate, like, you know, you're, you're starting to get to the top of that roller coaster. I'm well and truly at the bottom. Um, mm. My move to Super Rare Kickoff is not panned out. Disappointed! Let's call a spade a spade. I opted to go my first ever super rare in Nabil Bentalab instead of getting myself a goalkeeper that I could use throughout the whole summer. And the plan was as long as I win in that seven-week period, I'll be fine. I've got a bunch of smashes. They'll all do really well. Jeroisi's, mm. you know, pulling groins. Sho Sasaki's going missing. And then just to put a little cherry on top on the weekend, one of the most peculiar. How do you say it? Peculiar, it is said. In British English, per Q. And we've seen some pretty crazy DNPs over the years. But Nabil Bentalab, a big fat zero for my captain, because he got his wisdom teeth removed during the week. <laughs> wisdom teeth. Come on. I mean, come on, Nabil. Couldn't wait two more weeks to get that one done. <laughs> like, the season, yeah, exactly. The season's over in two weeks, brother. Like, and, and, yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, brings us sort of to our topic today, which is DNPs, how to we love them. work around them. We love them. Yeah. Everyone's got their DNP story. We've all got yep. emotional baggage that we carry around with us as Surrey managers mm. from, from those damn DNPs. It's, there's nothing quite as chilling as checking the team sheet. You know, I mean, I think most of us who are serious Surrey managers, we don't wait until the Surrey data web app kind of shows up with, you know, what they're whether they're in or out most of us are checking twitter we're checking the team's uh twitter page we're checking the lineups as soon as they get announced and then to, to that moment that kind of quick glimpse over the team sheet but they, they're not but they haven't but where's oh maybe, oh maybe he's on the bench oh my god he's not on the bench and it's just this <laughs> this this feeling that just your stomach drops and you get these chills and you're like He's not in the fucking team. <laughs> I mean, I've had it on multiple occasions. I've had it on on your behalf. I've, there's been weeks where you're on for something great. I mean, we've. I'm sure you'll regale us with some of your true war stories. But those times, you know, because I, you know, I want you to succeed. I, 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 I dragged you into this. <laughs> I was like, come and play Sarah. It's fun. It'll be great. Yeah. Um, so I want you to. I want you to do well. And those. Just to check check through that lineup and be like, oh man, like it hurts when it's you, but when I have to message you and be like, oh mate, I'm so sorry, <laughs> and I'm just so innocent. Like, what else? To, what is it? What's <laughs> Why could he be messaging me at such a time? What news could he be bringing? <laughs> you just want to touch in, just touch base. <laughs> oh, oh mate, and look, it's like I'll never forget. So everyone's got their DMP stories, but. Um, basically last year was the first year that I really went balls deep in Saran. Ha ha, you said balls. I was like, you know, I'm really 
financially. Yep. Put some cold hard cash down. Yeah, yep. I'm invested in so many ways. Um, let's put it this way. I just didn't win. Like, I no. think I won like three rewards for the whole season with a pretty decent gallery. Like, it was comical how bad my luck of run, my run of no wins was. Uh, actually, um, it was horrible. It was bad, yeah. <sighs> Flashback all the way to, I think it was a midweek. Might have been. Hulk had scored. Zellerayan had scored. I think I had a clean sheet as well. Yeah. I was looking dandy. Like, it was like tier one, like back in the old day, like tier one territory. Mm-hmm. If Claudio Bravo gets on the pitch, it's guaranteed 30. Like, it's guaranteed tier two. Yep. And I'll never forget where I was. Like, I'll, I remember where I was and just looking through that team list, like you said, and like the dread, like... It, it's a fantasy sports, but like the way it can ruin your day. Like I think you had to sit down at work. Like we were just so. <laughs> yeah, it sat like, me down. <laughs> it's like our own personal nine eleven. It's like where were you when Claudio Bravo wasn't named? Right. That's exactly the same thing. <laughs> For a minor hamstring complaint. <laughs> and then he's back the next week. He's back the next week every time. Oh, precautionary. Yeah. Oh, I mean it's. It hurts. I think my 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 um my most painful DNP memory. I think, and this was, it was one. It was similar to you, where it was like, in the midst of a real slump. I hadn't won anything for a long time. I, I was similar to you. I just invested a, a fair bit more into the platform, and and I think that you know we've we've spoken in the past about how when you invest too heavily, it can kind of make it a bit too stressful. And this was one of those moments where I was like. I'm really not getting much out of this investment. Uh, under 23 rare pro, I was I was sitting very pretty. I was I think I'd had I can't I couldn't find it in my uh, in my history, but basically it was the same situation. It's like if my if I think it was Seol Yong Woo from Ulsan, who at the time was an absolute crusher, just destroying it on the platform. If he gets on the pitch. It's a tier one. If he does anything of of note, I'm in the t- I'm podium probably, basically on a podium. COVID outbreak. This was in the midst of like just COVID mayhem, and I remember seeing, I remember saying to you like, if if he DMPs for any reason, like I'm I'm done. And then I just see this Twitter update: eleven Ulsan players have COVID and have not travelled with the team, and I was like. I'm going to guess he's one of those 11. <laughs> 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 I, I remember I was in I was in Cole's shopping centre. I was doing the grocery shop. I was doing the big shop. I was doing it brilliantly. And then it was just rage. It was just pure rage. <laughs> I put back all the healthy items and yeah. just started picking up donuts and chocolates and croissants. <laughs> <laughs> Big sticks of butter. I was just eating them in the aisles. It was just, it was a major depression session. I was just eating till I'm dead, probably. It was horrible. But yeah, DMPs suck. Yeah, yeah. And and, and like, I mean, as well, I think like, because what, two weeks ago, I had 100 from Tom Hay to start my lineup and I uh. sinned. I didn't listen to the commandment. I got my hopes up. I thought I've got 100 and a clean sheet to start my game week. I cannot lose. Mm. And then... Joisi doesn't travel due to groin tightness. And like, it's just like, I don't know about you. Have, do you ever find you just like keep going back into Sarer data? Like you just want to have one more look at your lineup. Just want to take one yeah, more. Yeah, they might've made a mistake. 
like you just look at it, those two dark greens and then the big red zero like it it just brings me so much pain mm, yeah it's not good it's not good i mean a lot of people have kind of talked about you know having subs and, th- and things like that what what is your opinion you know as someone who's kind of on the, a bit more casual i suppose what is your opinion on the whole you know subs rule I, I just think, I remember it got spoke about at the time that it probably gives too much power to the galleries that have got heaps and heaps of depth. Like the only way for like a real small gallery, if you ever want to like do really, really well is hope that there's a week where a couple of big names, you know, are DNPs and you do really well on that week. That's sort of your, your way into winning a good reward. I think if you can have subs, like is it is it like there's really no chance for those mm. smaller galleries to make the most of it. I mean, I guess it would encourage people to buy more cards, especially now that cards aren't quite so prohibitively expensive as they once were. You know, it's kind of like a a bit of a, hey, you know, invest a little bit more uh, if you want to win. I guess you could make the argument, you know, on on the, yes, the whales will benefit from having subs because they're just, they'll always have subs and, if they have it, basically DMPs won't ever affect the whales and they'll just win even more than they already do. Um, but you could make the argument that players like yourself or players at that kind of more intro level, the chances of them kind of competing up there with the whales are very slim anyway. And what's more important to you is just winning something, you know, like a tier four or a tier three. That's, that's what you're kind of aiming for each week. If you have a, you know, a freak week and you pull a tier one or whatever, that's like, you know, celebration time. Whereas if you're on for that tier three or tier two and you have a DMP, that's that can be devastating. So it's kind of like, I guess you could say, let the whales just continue their world dominance. <laughs> but it, if it means that the smaller guy can not have that kind of, that fight, you know, that, that win that they've been waiting for stripped Soul away. crushing loss, yeah. yeah. The one where you just want to cry yourself to sleep every night. Mm, yeah. I mean, I don't, yeah. I'd Obviously, when you get a DMP, you wish there were subs. And when you don't have a DMP, you're like, no, screw all you guys. I'm a genius. <laughs> Stay away from me. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. should have done your research. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, like that's, you sort of talk on the research. Obviously, at, at some points, we all just have to be mind readers. You have to know when Sebastian's groin's a little bit tight. But <laughs> it also does... Sebastian, okay, if I was Sebastian's groin, what would I do? What? <laughs> Feeling tight, you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's obviously a lot of pages and stuff with um, lineup predictors, you know, league news, Discord's another one. Is there a way to try and minimise DNP risks or is it really at the end of the day just a lottery, apart from the real obvious ones? Um, I mean, there, there's definitely some just horrible luck. There's, you know, COVID outbreaks. There's, um, there's wisdom teeth, wisdom teeth. I mean, you know, maybe he could have, if we'd been, if you'd been following Nabil on Twitter, maybe he's like, Hey, about to get my wisdom teeth out. You know, <laughs> it's unlikely, but you never know. Um, I think if you want to really, there's a few rules, I guess there's a few things you can do to help avoid DMPs for anyone who's out there. Who's kind of like starting up or they're kind of just really starting to get serious with, with Sarare, It is worth doing a bit of legwork. And I, I know that like the big, you know, the big whales, Stop trying to speak whale. the big successful Sarare accounts, they do this work, um, which is pretty impressive considering how many lineups they're putting out each week. 
Um, I think, I mean, the first port of call for me is is Play Sharper, which uh, for anyone who doesn't know, playsharper.com. It's not perfect. Basically, what they've done is they've kind of, I think they pay people to who are kind of experts in that particular league or that particular team to put up their predictions of the team for that week. So what that does by kind of crowdsourcing it, it means that you're not just having, you know, random everyday people guess what the lineup is. You've got people who actually know the teams, they know what's going on. And typically if there's a, an obvious DMP, it will be there. Um, I'll show you, I'll share my screen. So this is it here. So for the weekend coming up, if you click on lineup prediction, if you log in, you can actually connect your Sarare to it and you can click on show only my matches. So that way you don't have to like scroll through. It's not showing, well, there's no lineups yet, but um, you can scroll through and basically click and that way you don't have to go through every single team to find your players. You can just find... You know, so like this guy's already put up his Denmark predictions. I've got Daniel Wass in my gallery. Let's see. So he is saying that Daniel Wass is not going to play. I think he's suspended. Yeah, there you go. Daniel Wass suspended. Expected return 30th of May. So like, bang, straight away there's, I've already saved myself a DMP, you know. They also give percentages. So you can kind of, like, like this guy, you know, it's a 60-40 kind of chance that this guy's going to play over that guy. And if that's the case, you might want to kind of stay away from that kind of risk. Whereas if they've got 90%, you can be pretty sure that you know they should, they're more than likely going to play. That's actually really helpful. Cause like those, those are the ones where it's like, if that's, I don't know, if you're playing that guy and you're getting a DMP, you can always sort of blame yourself because that's, you know, it's, it's not very, not it's not hard to do, and I do that every week. I, I check every single team and just just even the players that I'm like, there's no reason why he wouldn't play. I always check it because you never know, you know. And and if someone, you know, I know a lot of like the guys who have Patreons, they do the lineups and they might say this guy is fifty percent, and the reason is, you know, they've got a busy schedule coming up, and this coach likes to rotate, like that kind of stuff uh, is is important to know. Um. The next step I guess I do is, especially if I'm not 100% confident in a player, I will Twitter them. I'll just basically search for them on Twitter, search their name. Um, sometimes I'll search for their name and then like the team that they're playing this week because um, sometimes there's either people in the comments or there's an article and they might mention, you know, Nabil Bentaleb, Wisdom Teeth, you know, probably not going to play this weekend, you know. <laughs> so I think that's kind of like the next step after looking at play sharper is just to do a quick Twitter search and check to see if there's yeah anything that might cause any issues. And like, look, mate, it's probably a great move that you sold your George long super rare because it would be really hard to find out if he was injured. Like if you looked up George long, you've got to go through all the hate mail, all the angry <laughs> tweets. I hope he breaks his leg. Has he broken his leg? And no, I, you know, this guy just hopes he has, has um, he, he might be dead. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, yeah, probably a smart move. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, Twitter, I mean, it can be a bit of a, uh, a nightmare sifting through all the nonsense, but um, and you're going to get very good at learning Spanish, basically. My name is Jeff. Um, but, yeah, Twitter's, Twitter's, if you really want to double down, Twitter's a good place to, to check. Yeah, I think the other thing as well is probably, like, 
but this is why we like the MLS. Like, even though we admittedly have been burnt by MLS DMPs as well, mm. knowing the league, knowing the players, knowing the coaches is such a big factor. I know when I had my Eduardo, probably should have thought ahead to when he signed with Yokohama Marinos. Is like mm. they love to rotate. They yeah. rotate willy nilly. Week on, week out, mate. You're in, you're out. Not madness, absolute madness. You yeah. know, had I had my thinking cap on, I probably would have gone. You know, probably good chance this guy's going to get rotated. So mm. you know, knowing what the teams, whether the guy's just absolute locked in. You know, Darlington Nagby hasn't missed a game since 1944. It's been a long time. You know, those are you kind of guys that make it very easy. <laughs> since he made his debut just before Second World War. Yeah. Darlington. He's seen it all. He's seen it all. He was out there playing in the MLS before the MLS even existed. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> just locked in. Locked in. Yeah. Locked in. Put him on the, on the team sheet, coach. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, knowing the – and I think that's, um, you know, a lot of people kind of say when you're putting together a team, it is helpful to put together a team where they all play in the same league because – you can kind of get to know how that league operates. You know, certain certain coaches, certain teams have different kind of policies. Uh, it is really important to know what that is. Um, with the transfer season coming up as well, you know, it's important to do your research around, okay, if one of my players is going to this club or if I'm looking at a player who's just making a move, you know, where are they going? And then what kind of history does that team have of kind of rotation and that kind of thing you know if they're going to man city you're in for a world of hurt because that team changes every week so you know always good to kind of yeah get to know you get to know your boys and of course probably the the final and most important point we bang on about it all the time if they're 50 50 if they're on if you're not sure don't do it it's not worth it no matter how much you convince yourself that if they do make the trip to Cincinnati, they're going to crush or whatever you try and convince yourself to sleep at night. It's just not worth the pain that comes with going, Oh, did they make it? And then having the rest of the week where, you know, you can get by, you can, you can learn to, to, to talk to your loved ones when you know, it's not your fault. You did everything you could. And it was just an unexpected DMP. That's right. You try and look in the mirror when you know you, you had a hand, you could have stopped that and you didn't. You don't want to live with that pain. No, no. That was a good little monologue. Um, yeah, look, the the rule is when in doubt, take them out. <laughs> Obviously, some people can't uh, don't have the luxury of enough players to do that. But um, if that's the case, then you know, get some more players because yeah, I've done it so many times. Yeah. You just you're like it's it's one thing to be like I'm okay with this risk. And then when you realize that the risk hasn't paid off, like I was not okay with this risk. <laughs> this of it hurts me emotionally. And like you said, how can you look in the mirror if it was your fault? Don't be that guy. Yeah, don't be that guy. Four when in doubt, greens. take him out. <laughs> Mate, that's a great slogan. That's awesome. Why don't I take him out? I think we've got um, a It's enough to make you sit down. When in doubt, take him out. <laughs> It's rare. It's rubbish. <laughs> yeah, that's that was a good one actually. Let me bring that one back. Forget it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think outside of that, I don't know if there's any other ways. I mean, Discord is always good to check. Uh, you can chuck your your player's name in the search function there. Sometimes people have some inside information that that you might not know about. Um, but yeah, the most most important thing is just do the work, do the research because it's so annoying when you 
realize you got a DMP that you could have stopped if you just typed his name into a you know a search engine somewhere. Um, especially with like yellow card suspensions and stuff like that, it's sometimes they kind of sneak up on you a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, Alistair, it's been a pretty big couple of days. I mean, a big announcement coming out yesterday or this morning, mm. I guess, in Australian time. Um, obviously, the new rollout of features that Serez bringing on. I know you're really excited about it. Serez <laughs> the moon. We're all positivity again. You know, Serez back. Serez back. Absolutely. What are your thoughts? I really like it. I think um, the the move to the Fiat based like wallet like the mm. I think that's such an such a great move in terms of the onboarding not having to try and go through the sort of the rigmarole that is having to put it through eth and you know no one really likes crypto at the moment so i think that's a brilliant move by them yeah so basically for anyone who hasn't read it they are introducing the new cash wallet which basically means you can deposit and withdraw um onto Serere using US dollars, euros, whatever your currency is, um, which just, yeah, I, mean, I think I'm assuming you'll just be able to kind of uh, like either do a bank transfer or use, oh yeah, here we go. So it'll support payments through Apple Pay, Google Pay, credit cards, etc. So yeah, it's it's going to be great for anyone who comes on board. I'll probably use that, to be honest, from now on. Um, I mean, I'll probably still take things out in ETH because I like to hold ETH, but just in terms of if I want to load money up, I'll definitely be doing that. I think it's, I mean, we all know how addicting, addictive, how addictive Serere is. Um, so they're just making it just that little bit easier for people. So <laughs> it might not be a good thing for people's mental health, but it'd be a great thing for the growth of Serere. Yeah, seeing it in actual dollars is going to be a bit painful, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, next one, Alistair. What else got you excited from the update? Let's just quickly brush past that. (laughs) Everything's going to be fine. Um, Month-long competitions. That's pretty interesting. Um, How do you feel about this? Because I think, I think, I, I feel like you're probably that this might be very helpful for you, given that you've got consistent performers. It's just your issue is putting them all, having them all perform in the same week. Um, do you think you'll be entering a team into these month-long competitions? Um, I mean, I, this is pretty much the progress bar, right? No. No? Oh, kind of, yeah. Kind of. Yeah, 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 I guess so. I guess so. I, I, I'm assuming it's like a leaderboard, though, so it's like it's not quite the progress. The progress bar is kind of like you're up, you're not really competing with anyone. You're just like, I'm making my progress. Uh, whereas this is like, you know, week, week after week, it's kind of like your typical fantasy thing where it's like overall leaderboards. Look, I'm just going to say it like this and look, I hope I'm proven wrong. My worry is that it's going to be very much like the world cup leaderboard where it's like, Mm -hmm. Oh cool. After two weeks, I'm so far behind that it doesn't matter anyway. (laughs) Yes. That, wow. That's a very good point. Uh, cause I think that was very disengaging for people to have the first week go by and be like, oh, I'm 758,000. Okay, well. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> see, you next, see you in four years' time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, it depends, I guess, on whether you, like, do you have to sacrifice a, a team that is only going in that? Like, how's, how is that going to work, like, week to week? 
if you've put them in that month-long competition, does that mean that you can't put them in other lineups? Or is it kind of more like you put them in your all-star team and then those points just accumulate anyway? If they do that, where it's kind of like you don't have to actually commit to the full month, then that would probably be okay. But if it's like, right, you, you're putting these teams in for four weeks, I don't know if I'd feel comfort- confident in you know, sacrificing some of my best boys into something yeah. like that. Our sort of surreal strategy doesn't really correlate with long-term commitment. We like to change our strategy at least every two weeks. So <laughs> yeah. it doesn't really work for us. I mean, who knows? I might sell all my super rares and go into uniques next week. Who knows? Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's on the cards, honestly. Um, <laughs> but also, it's does it mean that midweeks are counted in that as well? Like, does midweek utility come into it? I would assume not. I'd assume it would be weekends because otherwise, it's how can you? Yeah, it's pretty hard to say this, these four players are gonna, these five players are gonna play every midweek. Yeah, I'd say it'd be weekends. Yeah, be, yeah. I mean they're gonna they're gonna intro, kind of release more details about that coming up. But yeah, I, I I hope it's just like a you put your teams in every week as you normally do your points accumulate and if you are a consistently good Sir Air manager, then you can get rewarded for that. Like, like that's ever gonna happen. That would be awesome. Like if if you're if you might only win a tier three every week, but you consistently win that tier three and that means that you can then I don't know, go and play for PSG or whatever, then <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Rare coins. <laughs> yeah, some also rare coins. Which is a which brings me on perfectly. Great segue to the next point, which I mean I know we're all excited about. Jerseys. Ten thousand coins. Is that a bargain? Butlecker! Our prices have never been lower. Well, I look, mate, you you're barking up the wrong tree. I have no idea how many coins I've collected. I couldn't really give a shit about my coins. But but <laughs> don't shoot me down. Look, yes, I, I love the jersey idea. Is that achievable? I actually don't know. Is 10,000 coins a lot? Um, I have 26, I think I have 30,000 coins. So I can, uh, I mean, the move to Super Rare definitely helps with that because you get quite a lot of coins even just for participating. Um, it'd be interesting to see how many coins you've got. Have you? Can you get your Surreal profile up? Sure can. Well, I'll tell you what, mate. So you can get one jersey per month, they were saying. Um, I'm assuming you just have to pay for uh, postage, right? I don't know. I'm going to be very interested to see how how I've got uh, to see how it works. Um, now, the big issue, the glaring issue here, is that they're releasing a hundred jerseys. A hundred. Yeah, it's not many. And they're pretty cheap. Ten thousand coins is for most people. I think is not that many. They're going to be gone in like split seconds <laughs> like are they letting us know when they're dropping these because it's obviously first in first dressed so first in best dressed first, <laughs> first in, in first, first dressed, dressed. <laughs> i mean technically still yes uh red on under we're known for nailing our sayings oh uh, look the naked surreal managers out there <laughs> get in get in early you'll get dressed nice and quick <laughs> um, hundred jerseys. I mean, I, I assume they'll announce them at like nine a.m. French time, and we'll be, you know, asleep, and we'll wake up ready to spend our coins, and they will all be gone. <laughs> Fantastic. 
Um, mate, just quickly, how the hell do I find my coins? It's okay. Just like go to your home. So like click yep. on home. Yep. Top, relatively top right hand corner. Mm-hmm. There's like a little multicolored kind of circle with your coins in it. Oh, oh. 9,100 coins. I'm 900 coins off, off a jersey. Off a jersey. There you go. Well, I mean, that's, you know. I'm excited for the jerseys, especially the fact that it's mystery jerseys, and I'm assuming it's just from Sorare licensed clubs. So I think we get some pretty cool jerseys. Like I know that they said, they said, uh, I mean, in the the next point in the roadmap is talking about the K League special. So kind of a little bit of a tip of the hat to the poor old long suffering K League fans who have had bunch of issues with opta lately oh, cool. so you're just your whole gallery's been decimated by k-league coverage issues here have a jersey you'll be fine sure i'll take it <laughs> <laughs> but like i don't i mean i've i've done plenty of we live in australia we can't we don't get where, where are we going to buy a k-league jersey we're going to buy a j-league jersey we're going to buy any of these jerseys like we don't really have access to you know, it's just you either get a Real Madrid jersey or a Manchester United jersey, or you shut up in Australia. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they don't even sell A League jerseys, really. Like, no, exactly. Central Coast Mariners jersey. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll do my best. So the, I'm I'm totally down. I'm totally on board with spending ten thousand coins on on a mystery jersey. I think that's so cool, and it just make again. It's just like. I said this to you when the coins came out, and you you were such a naysayer. Always naysaying. If I know that every week I play and if my team does okay and I don't win a reward, but I could, you know, if I do that a few times, I can get a jersey. I'm, I'm down. I'll play Sarah forever. Look, look, I'm, I'm excited about the jerseys. I have equal concerns about whether we're actually going to be able to get our hands on them. But you just got to understand, man, with the coins from someone who loses a lot, it's like, it's like a slap in the face. Like I'm already disappointed. And then I still get the notifications being like, collect your awards, collect your awards. And I'm like, I know I didn't win anything. And I have to click through and it's like, woo, 5,000 coins. Way. I hate it. I hate it. Okay. Should we just take away your coins? No more coins for Simon. Just take them, mate. Just them. How about every time you wake up and you don't have a reward, I just come around and slap you in the face. <laughs> I'll take that, honestly. That'd be better? Okay, cool. Yeah. All righty. Yeah, All right. Well, this is the Ungrateful Simon podcast. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, K-League special, yep, that's awesome. Doesn't really affect us, but awesome for those K-League fans out there. Um, <clears throat> God, this is a, a great update. Um, cap mode 270 is golden cap mode. So... This is quite interesting because I think you probably would have quite a strong 270 team this week. Um, cap 270 mode becomes golden for game weeks 375. To mark the end of a busy European football season, we're increasing the rewards at the top end of the leaderboard. Prize pools will be revealed once the game week opens for submission. So, uh, I'll see if I can have to log Do you think that's in, because sorry. no one plays 270? I think a lot of people play 270. I mean, you, you, you've, we've both had first-hand accounts of just how hard it is to win anything. Um, mm. Yeah, so that's... You basically need 100 from your captain. If you get 100 from your captain, you're in with a chance. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So if you know that you've got a player in your gallery that's probably going to smash this week, then it might be worth it. Um, oh, it's not letting me in. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Oh, great. Well, that never works well, does it? Um <clears throat> 
I'll uh, I don't know what the prize pools are, but I'm pretty sure it's like the scarcity above is being like I, I saw I had a look at Cap Two Seventy for Super Rare, and the top five get uniques, and the person who wins gets a star Super Rare, which is like Mbappe, De Bruyne, etc., and a tier two unique, which is like that's that's pretty epic. So. I'll probably will put a team in there because normally my approach, my strategy is like zig when people zag, where are people putting their cards? I'll try and go somewhere else because I just want to win something. But this week, I think I feel like I got to just shoot my shot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh god, just like even you just saying that. Can you imagine winning? Can you imagine winning? Win them? <laughs> no. But like a like a, oh Kevin De Bruyne super rare. Like, no question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. That's like that. That changes everything. If you like, this is the this is the lure of Sarah, and this golden mm. cap two seventy works well because it's like, yeah, you could be having the worst time ever. If you have one just incredible week where all your ducks line up in a row, you could like it could completely change your gallery. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so the prize pool for tap, Cap 270 and Rare is a Tier 1 Super Rare, if you win, plus a Star Rare. So who are we talking Tier 1s? So you're talking Allison, Wanitzek, Cucho Hernandez, and Cuckoo. Yeah, there's some pretty solid Super Rares there. So this, I mean, again, this could, this could be you, Simon. <laughs> this could be you. Um, and then they're also like... Playing rares all the way down to three twenty six, which is pretty good. So super rares all the way to eighth. So I would it's probably the place to be this week. I mean, obviously you'd have to think. Yeah, there you go. One thousand two hundred people have already entered it. So could be a good ziggy zaggy kind of situation where you could try and pick something up else up in another another league. Um, but yeah, that's pretty tasty. Not bad. I mean, not bad. And then what else we got? We got uh, yeah, uh, common cards. Oh gee, I'm okay. I mean, look, I, I had a feeling you might not care about this, but I think this is really cool. So, <laughs> um, again, I'm my stance on Sorera has always been long term. It's like I just see, I can see how this is going to reach so many more people. I still think we're all very early, um, and if I can get like an OG badge on my platform on my profile that no one else past you know a certain point can get. You know, in three, four years' time, I think that's like the coolest thing ever. So I'm actually stoked about the OG badge, and I really hope I get one. <laughs> I'm happy for you, man. I'm, happy. I'm yes. sorry. I've like, <laughs> been such a negative Nelly this episode. I've just been like, oh, poor me, poor this, you know. But look, I'm, I'm stoked that you're going to get a little badge for your buddy. Go well. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Good update. I think Saray's been guilty of changing for the sake of changing but i think everything here addresses like major issues good step forward Can't complain. yeah even though the I've only thing I, I the only thing that's i guess you know just to put on my own negative nelly hat um uh my negative my negativity gumboots <laughs> um sometimes you shouldn't speak yeah yeah i still want to hang out despite that joke yeah, we'll edit. Cut that one out, Sandra. Thanks. Um, Sandra. Um, what was I going to say? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I do worry. I do worry a little bit that Soraya 
you know, all, a lot of these updates that I've seen of late are kind of like linked to things that people have been talking about in the community. Like people on Twitter, someone put out an idea being like, we should have month-long competitions, which is like cool. It's great that they're listening to their community. That's awesome. But also I think they need to be careful not to listen to the community too much. And still, you know, they have made the decisions to the point that they are now where they're like a billion-dollar company and they're, you know, got all this cool stuff happening. They did that kind of on their own. I do like collaboration, but I think they've got to be careful not to just be like, oh, someone on Twitter said we should do this and a few people liked it. We're doing it because, I, you know, again, change for the sake of change is not necessarily always good and I don't want them to, like, bastardize their product too much just to please, like, some irate Discord group, you know? So Yeah, nice. I was going to say that um, Band-Aid solutions are not good for the long term, but... yeah. Like, unless they're really like strong, like those kind of fabric band aids, man, yeah, they I'm stick on there for ages. I've still got one of there. I've got one on my knees that I've had since I was like eleven. Um, okay, let's make some money. I let the stocks decide my mood. Fuck! Fuck! Damn it! Wait, is green good? Green's good. Okay, never mind. All right, so start with the sell highs. Uh, I haven't got any sell highs this week. Everyone's low. Um, <laughs> I, I, I did I did kind of rack my brain. I couldn't find any players that I thought were like dramatically overpriced. Um, so just some bargains for, for the people out there. I'm sticking with my European theme um, with a little bit of like transfer, transfer rumor, you know, tinge to it. So the first one that I've picked up on, I was, I unfortunately missed out on his super rare the other day, um, but his name is... Carol Iting, here he is, happy little fella. Um, so this guy plays for Volendam, who I believe, uh, I think they're mathematically safe from relegation, um, which is good. Uh, obviously scores well, as you can see there. Um, he's a former Ajax boy, and I think he also was part of, what academy was when he was growing up, he was in some like big team academy. Can't remember exactly who it was. Um, Central Coast Mariners under Central Coast Mariners under <laughs> Got him. Um, so yeah, so he's got some pedigree there. I think he was playing in Huddersfield. Now he's playing in the Eredivisie. He's not playing for one of the best teams, but he is their main guy, and you know I love a main guy. Um, and he's kind of been under the radar. Haven't heard anyone really talking about him too much. Um, but his scores are solid, you know, loves a bit of AA, takes all the set pieces, gets the odd assist, plays for a pretty weak team, but still scores good AA, which I think is very important. You want to, you don't want a player that's too fixture dependent. Um, I believe he's still signed, um, but I think he could be the kind of player that could make a good move to a better team. Um, I've actually heard some rumours that he might be moving to Hirenveen to take the place of Tom Hay, who might be moving on. So, you know, you could get your Tom Hay replacement ready-made and ready to go. What do I do with my Tom Hay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the rumours I've seen for Tom Hay are not bad. I think they've, it's been like one of them was um, to lose in, in League 2, which... He'll do. I think he'll do just as well there, if not better. Uh, and then the other one was Sunderland, which again, Championship. I can't. I you know, 
for the kind of player he is, unless they like take him off all sets and stuff, maybe he might take a bit of a, a dive, but you know, he's the AA boy. That's, that's always been his thing. So I don't, I haven't seen any moves that there that have been presented to Tommy boy that are going to hurt him too much, but you know, that's transfer season is always scary. Right. Second fine. one is a uh, <laughs> should be fun. So this guy, obviously, um, you know, it's a bit, bit, of, bit of a so rare celebrity. Um, I think at one point his super rare sold for four ETH to Gerard PK himself. Uh, you used to own this man. You made you made a very good bit of business dealing. I think this was one of your better trades um, that you've ever made. Really, you picked him up pretty early on. You recognised the pedigree. Uh, and then you sold him, you know, not quite at his peak, but up there. Uh, so Vinny Souza, um, let's have a look at his, when he was back at, so he was kind of crushing it. Was it, it was Mechelen, wasn't it? Uh, yep. Yeah. So he went on this run here. This is like all AA, like just an absolute beast hitting nineties with, with no decisives, um, you know, continued to kind of crush it. Then everyone was kind of, he was rumored to go to Celtic where he would have crushed. He was rumored to go to Ajax where he would would have crushed. He ended up going to Espanol and absolutely died. <laughs> um, he's still got the odd game in him here and there, but he's not a guaranteed starter. Doesn't have the kind of domination that he had previously. Um, but he is not an Espanol player. He's still a who does he belong to? Um, Man City. Man City. Yeah. If he's still belong, yeah, whoever he belongs to, he's on loan. So, and by all accounts, you know he's he he could be on the move in the in the next window. So, it could be a kind of, the kind of player that could get a move back to you know a better league or a better situation for him. Even like championship, I think would do he'd do well. He'd do better than La Liga. Um, so it's bit of a punty one but we know what he can do if he's in the right situation and at 0. 0.04 you know 40 bucks it's, it's pretty good so you know it could be worth a punt especially given I, I i always like those players who were the cream of the crop you know we know that when they're scoring really well they can their price and scores can go up considerably um and just you know I, i'm not going to pretend like i had you know, some inside scoop that he was an incredible player when I first picked him up. It was pure chance. But I have actually watched a few of his games, Espanol, and mm. he's a solid guy, solid boy. Nice. Passes the eye test. All right. Who have we got next, Alistair? <laughs> Lay it on us. All right. Last one here. <laughs> last one here is a man uh, named Maxi Widek. Um, so this is this guy kind of like ticks all the boxes for me in terms of like you know he's a bit of a Claudio Bravo type. Uh, he'll, he's either going to just crush it out of the park or he's going to absolutely suck. Um, he's been on a bit of a hot streak lately. His last four scores: eighty nine, eighty one, eighty one, and a nice tasty hundred recently. Um, those three eighties were all with AA only. Uh, and as you can see, he's very up and down. Um, he does also get suspended quite a lot because he's a bit of a vicious little little fella. Um, but I think at zero point zero five, Vitesse have pretty much. I think they've um, they've escaped relegation, so he should be there again. I think he's their captain. Takes all set pieces. Uh, he's a back. You know, 
it's, he's just like, this is like my dream guy. Um, again, I was going to buy his super rare before the weekend, but didn't quite get around to it and missed out on that tasty hundred. So, um, but definitely could be one to pick up, you know, he's the kind of player where he probably, his price is in a bit of a dip because no one's like, no one's trying to get ahead of the market to buy a Maxi Widdick, you know, he's the kind of player where in the off season, he will just kind of get forgotten about. Um, so it could be a great opportunity to pick someone up, someone like this up for, for a pretty good price. Yeah. I think it's nice from like, I've just spent the past probably 10 minutes freaking out about all my players losing their utility and value, um, because they're going to get moves in the off season. I'm freaking out, man. I feel like someone like that locked in, you know what you're going to get, pick him up now. And you've got stability going into next year being like, all right, you sort of know what to expect from that guy. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think he's, you know, you never know with the transfer window because even if someone's contracted, they can still move. But someone like him, I can't, I don't imagine there's, you know, a lot of people that are like desperate to pick him up uh, because he's not that young. You know, he's, I don't think he's actually that good, but he does have those surreal moments where he just, just gets involved, um, pings a lot of balls into the box. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll, next week we'll probably talk about the upcoming transfer window and, who we're worried about because there's a few scary ones. <laughs> there's a few real, uh, few real worries, um, particularly in your gallery. <laughs> cool, man. Cool. I feel like my house is burning down around me and I'm just sitting here smiling. But This is fine. fine. <laughs> fine. Um, so, yeah, a couple of, of little bargains there. Yeah. I was going to say, speaking of fine, mm. um, let's talk about the weekend coming up because when your players are hot, they're hot. And when they're not, they're not. Um <laughs> What I thought were just sure things of just, you know, show Sasaki's plopping out 30s, buttery Joe's back to his buttery ways. Mm. Um, you know, it's you don't know you're in the good times until you're not. That's it. That's it. Um, yeah, it's tough. Uh, I mean, I've, I've made a few reinforcements lately and I've actually made a reinforcement this morning, which you might be happy about. Um, so Me. after selling my... Um, after selling my great reward uh i realized that i have enough eth to go and buy myself another super rare goalkeeper for the summer uh now i've picked up the very the one and only brad stuver (laughs) yeah i mean austin are not exactly rock solid at the back they haven't been amazing um which is you know i didn't get him quite for his i didn't i thought i was going to get him for more of a bargain than i did i didn't i kind of i paid what i kind of thought i would pay but I was hoping I might get a bit of a bargain because they haven't been so good. But my thought process is he's the number one. Like there's no <clears throat> there's, <clears throat> there's no young fella nipping at the heels. I can't see them ever dropping him. He's signed with them till 2025. He's kind of like their talisman. He's their guy, you know. Um, I probably will try and buy his backup anyway just in case he gets injured. But, you know, he's locked in. Um their run of fixtures coming up is who have we got? We've got Houston next week. Um, we've got Minnesota the week after that, which is a midweek, so that'll be handy. Then we've got Salt Lake, then Sporting KC, then Dallas. So no like high scoring team, and then Houston again, and then into Miami. So it's a good run of fixtures that he's got coming up. I'm I'm confident putting him in like an all star team. And, you know, they haven't been losing by a lot, Austin. Like, they haven't been getting thrashed apart from 
LAFC. So, you know, I think there's there's always that potential that, um, you know, the clean sheet's not too far away. And even if he doesn't get a clean sheet, at least he's not going to concede three. So that was my thought process. And also, like, with those kind of teams, it's obviously high risk, high reward because he's facing more shots, but more shots faced means better AA. So on the flip side, yeah. His AA hasn't been amazing lately, um, I'll be honest. But, uh, yeah, I just feel like he's a solid guy, and that's that's the main thing you want. I, I think if you look through the list of keepers in Asia and America, there's actually not that many that you'd be like, I'm confident in this guy. <laughs> I was going to buy a Buttery Joe, but then I, I his contract runs out at the end of the year, and I just thought, yeah. You know, and also, if I buy Buttery Joe, then it's going to ruin it for you, and I don't want to do that to you. Because if I buy him, he'll never get a clean shit again. Yeah, and it's enough that we have one lineup per week relying on Buttery Joe. Two lineups, I mean, it's too yeah. much. Yeah, too let's much not, let's not share that end. stress around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's good. I like it. But yeah, but no, look, with yeah. Stoves in, in the goals, um, I'm feeling a lot more confident. I've picked up a few pieces lately. So uh, yeah, I'm quietly confident. I really do need Sho Sasaki to get his act together. Um They've got a pretty easy matchup this week, so I'm hoping he can get back to his best. Um, Kieran Trippier up against Chelsea, who have been pretty awful. Uh, hopefully, Julian Desart doesn't consider penalty again this week, so he should be he should do okay. And then, old boy Darwin Quintero up top. So yeah, I've got. I feel like I've I'm building some good depth. I'm just waiting for some form to kick into into action. And I, th- I think that's just to touch on quickly. I think that's a really smart move. Like you've won a reward, you've overachieve with the award that you got selling it for just a look you could possibly have milked it out for more just selling it for a good price and then Mm. buy someone that you know the situation of buy someone you know the player like that's Soraya 101 I think like really strip it back that's how you should be treating rewards in my opinion yeah and like I said I probably paid a little bit more than I would have liked to but I've got that safety I know every week Stuve is going to be in in goal Uh, whereas the guy that I won I'm sure he's fine but i I don't want to have the, the stress of not knowing whether he's going to be in week in, week out is not worth the extra ETH I could have got. <laughs> That's Murakami's job, mate. Yeah, exactly. I've already got Mur- Murakami <laughs> at any moment could be dropped if he just has like, lets one goal in. Oh, amazing. Well, look, mate, um, I've got the fun um, predicament of Buttery Joe is up against Zellerayan, who is in red hot form at the moment. Mm. So never want that. Yeah, you might have to try and like, I mean, definitely put them in different teams and that way it's like if one team, you know, survives and the other one dies, um, you, uh, I mean, how long does it take to get over Wisdom Teeth? Is Bentaleb back in action, you reckon, this week? Well, this, this is it. I, I don't know. You'd, you'd think so. He's a grown man. Eat your ice cream and get over it. <laughs> Come on, Nabil, you're a grown man. Are you um? Are you so yeah? I guess you've got what two weeks left to uh, to try and make this uh, super air kickoff experiment work. Not completely useless, you mean? Um, yeah, I do. So um, you bet your bottom dollar I'll be um plugging in that team in once again. Great fixture this week at home to Trois. They should he should do very well if he plays. If he plays. I, I just, it does, like, you joked about it before, but, like, it actually is a bit concerning, like, that 
There's two weeks left of the season. Could he not have waited to get the wisdom teeth out then? Like, is he unhappy? Well, this is the thing. This is, and this is the end of the season is always a bit of a minefield because sometimes teams who've got nothing to play for, they just send all their players on holiday. Like, I remember one of my, you know, talking about DMPs, one of my great ones uh, not that long ago was at the end of the K-League season when they let Cecenia just go on holiday. They are like, you can just go on holiday, mate. It's, it's over now. Uh, which cost me like a top 10 finish. <laughs> He's sipping pina coladas and I'm just sipping salty tears. <laughs> yeah, look, so I, I, I don't want salty tears. I want to be sipping pina coladas too. Um, I'm going to have to do some digging, try and work out what the, what the average recovery time is for, for wisdom teeth. And I think we go from there. Mm, I mean, I think your your boy Luther's got a pretty good fixture this week, so potentially you could use him. Uh, you know, I feel like I feel like you've got you can make it work so that you're not uh, completely handicapping yourself by <laughs> putting the, all the putting your goalkeeper up against the your attacker. Mm. So there we go. But look, it's been fun. It's been. I think the best way to deal with grief is to talk about it, to joke, to jest. Mm. Um, I felt good to get those DMP horror stories out of the way, get them out in the open. <laughs> Share them with our audience. Please let us know your horror DMP stories. Um, I know we've all got them. I mean, it wasn't a DMP, but I feel like John Nellis has put his hand up for one of the all-time letdowns with the Vin- Vinicius Jr., one of the best players in the world, your last player to play, getting a red card. That's good. Oh, in like the 95th minute as well. Like, what? <laughs> it's kind of good that he was on a plane where and missed the whole thing because, like, I mean, you, you really don't want to get that notification, do you? <laughs> Oof. Just quickly before we go, uh, yep. on the Nabil Bentaleb, um, I'll, I'll show you. I've just gone to his Sarare data page, and look, credit to Sarare data, they're on the ball. So, little orange cross there next to his name means that he's injured. Yep. Tooth injury. <laughs> Tooth injury. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, mate, he's done his tooth. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good. I mean, this could this could really hamper his future aspirations. I mean, you don't want to pick pick up a player that's got tooth injury history. I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> you never come back quite the same after, after you've done a tooth. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's, we've seen it cripple so many careers. It's really hard. It is hard to see. Oh, I love it's it. Really All right, mate. All right, mate. Yeah, look, best of luck on the weekend. If Nabil, wherever you are, rest up, ice that jaw, mm. get those teeth right, buddy, because we're, we're going in hot. We're going in strong. We're going to finish with a bang. Um, the hopes are up. Best <laughs> luck for the weekend, mate. Amen. You too. <laughs> we'll catch you next week.